Thank you for joining me, Michelle. No problem. Thanks so much for having me. So can you walk us through this final ruling from Judge Schlipper? What determination did she make? So the court's decision yesterday is really consistent with its prior decisions. Essentially, what the court declared is that Wisconsin Statute 940.04 does not apply to abortion. It is a statute that prohibits feticide, which is something different. It is not a statute that prohibits or criminalizes abortions. And so when you say feticide, could you give us a brief explainer on what that means? So feticide in Wisconsin law is the taking of an unborn child's life through like an assault or battery type situation. It, it really comes from this case called State v. Black, which the court in, in Dane County analyzed in its decisions in this case. And in that case, a man had battered his wife just a few days before she was due to give birth. And sadly, she lost that child before it was born. And so that is feticide, and that's not the same thing as abortion. So earlier this fall, after the judge's preliminary ruling over the summer, Planned Parenthood Mm -hmm. resumed abortion services in Milwaukee and Madison, but not in Sheboygan. Will you now be able to resume services there as well? Yeah, so we resumed services, as you mentioned, in Milwaukee and in in Madison, and that was really just about an allocation of staffing availability and making sure that we had the capacity to offer services to patients in both of those locations, which do offer both procedural and medication abortion services. Our Sheboygan Clinic is a medication abortion only site, in addition to the other family planning health services there. So absolutely, we are now looking forward to being able to resume services in Sheboygan and have been working on plans, schedules, et cetera, to be able to do that. I can't give you an, an exact timeline, but I would anticipate that it would be you know, sometime relatively soon in in the coming weeks, but it's it's a little hard to gauge right now. As you know, this decision yesterday, I think, has offered some, hopefully, confirmation and reassurance to other providers, other healthcare systems around the state that they can offer their patients and treat their patients as needed without the fear of prosecution. Thank you again for agreeing to speak with me, Michelle. No problem. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You too. I now have Dr. Kristen Lyerly on the phone. Thank you for joining me, Kristen. Thanks so much for having me. So you are an OBGYN. You live in Green Bay, but you practice medicine in Minnesota. Can you walk me through what led to that decision, that career path? So up until the Dobbs ruling, I was practicing actually in Sheboygan. But when Dobbs happened and we stopped providing all abortion care here in Wisconsin, it really made it difficult to provide any women's health care in Wisconsin. And for me, as someone who is an outspoken advocate, I didn't feel that I could safely practice here in the state. So since that time, for over a year now, I've been working in rural parts of Minnesota, as well as on the Navajo Reservation in Arizona. It's been a lot of time away from home a lot of time away from family. I have four sons, three of whom live here in my house with me. So it's been really hard on our family. But after yesterday's ruling, it all is worth it. You mentioned that ruling from Judge Schlipper. It sort of puts a bookend on a long legal battle. Can you walk me through why that is? So when we stopped doing abortion care in Wisconsin, we stopped doing that kind of care everywhere across the whole state. But most abortion care did happen in abortion clinics. 
And at that time, we had four clinics that were providing this kind of care, two in Milwaukee, one in Madison, and one in Sheboygan. When Dobbs happened, we all of the abortion clinics closed, and all of the hospitals and other offices that were providing care stopped providing care altogether as well. It was very complicated. It was hard for physicians, obviously, because we were practicing under the threat of being thrown in jail for simply caring for our patients, for helping them with miscarriages and fertility issues and really heartbreaking, complicated pregnancies. And it also made it really difficult to receive care because the chilling effect of this law was very confusing and it made people wonder what kind of care they could receive without getting in trouble. I've spoken with so many providers and so many patients who just felt like they just frankly couldn't receive care and ended up having to travel out of state just to get fundamental, I mean, basic health care. I believe it's the district attorney for Sheboygan County has been particularly outspoken trying to make sure that abortion services do not resume. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, that's right. Mr. Ermanski, DA Ermanski, is really the DA between Milwaukee, Dane, and Sheboygan counties, the three counties where the abortion clinics were located. He's the one who has said that, yes, he will prosecute physicians who provide this kind of care. In the other 69 counties throughout the state, most of the DAs haven't said anything at all. They're just kind of sitting back and watching. So the case was really based on those three DAs and then doctors who provided care in those three counties. Sheboygan is particularly challenging because, as I said, it was DA Ermanski who specifically said he would prosecute, whereas the district attorneys in Milwaukee and Dane County said that they wouldn't. That's why we resumed abortion care earlier in those two counties and have not yet resumed care in Sheboygan County. With this final ruling, do you still anticipate more legal battles in the future? I'm a doctor, not a lawyer, but I have heard whisperings that there may be an appeal. And I think that that is generally what people are thinking, that this could actually make its way up to the Supreme Court. You know, for me as a physician, my primary goal is to make sure that I can take care of my patients, that I can hear them and provide them them with the care that they need within the context of their own lives. So for me, I'm in it for the long haul. And so I also saw in the court filing that Judge Slipper actually denied your request for an injunction. What does that mean and how could that affect you moving forward? That's a great question. We wanted that injunction to make sure that when the ruling happened, we would still be able to provide care if there was an appeal filed. We don't need the injunction because all of the parties agreed to abide by Judge Schlipper's decision. So we were being extra careful to make sure that we could provide that care. But in the long run, as it turns out, we don't need it. So what are your next steps as an OBGYN? How might this change how and where you practice medicine? It has changed everything for my practice. I've been doing advocacy work in obstetrics and gynecology for years. There are many, many battles to fight because healthcare, whether you're a patient, a doctor, a nurse, healthcare is troubled in this country. But I've never seen anything like what happened with Dobbs here in Wisconsin. I'll continue to fight. There are many more battles to fight. I hope at some point in the near future to be able to transition my practice back to Wisconsin to be able to provide the kind of care where my patient can come to me with her problem and I can offer her solutions and we can walk through her journey together from the beginning all the way through. 
So I can't wait to get back home and be practicing, but it's going to be a little while before, you know, you can't just flip a switch and turn everything around. So it'll probably be a few months at least before I can make that happen. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? The most important thing that I want everyone to understand is abortion is legal in Wisconsin. It is okay to seek an abortion. It is okay to ask questions from your provider. It is okay to order abortion pills online like many people had and not worry about repercussions if you do have questions or problems related to that procedure. Abortion is legal now in Wisconsin. Thank you again for agreeing to speak with me, Kristen. Oh, thanks again, Faye. That was Dr. Kristen Lyerly, one of the doctors that joined the lawsuit challenging Wisconsin's abortion ban. And before that, we heard from Michelle Velasquez, Chief Strategy Officer with Planned Parenthood Wisconsin. They shared their perspectives on Judge Diane Schlipper's final ruling, which determined that Wisconsin's infamous 1849 law does not apply to consensual abortions. 